that the future of communications is internal communications. This is the heart of the modern company. People are used to being informed today. Particularly in times of ongoing crisis, companies really need to truly reach their stakeholders. So all communication starts with internal communications. Welcome to Speak Like a CEO. My name is Oliver Aust. I'm the CEO of Eupsa Communications, author and podcaster and geeked about all things communications. And in this podcast, it is my job to speak to an inspiring founder and CEO and dissect everything they know about communications, internal, external, financial. And today, obviously, our focus will be on internal communications because my guest is Finally, Benedict Ilk. I wanted to speak to Benedict for quite some time because he and his team at Flip developed a solution that I would have loved to have when I was responsible for internal communications for about 10,000 people who were not sitting at a desk. So welcome, Benedict. Thank you. Hi, Oliver. Hi. Pleasure to be here. Uh, amazing. So just in a nutshell for people to give them some context, what is Flip? So um, we build a solution to connect you with your deskless workforce. So we basically enable you to do the narrative you have as a company, as a, as a management team or as a plant owner and so on. Um, to really share the narrative with the workforce on, on the ground and with the people on the front line, um, with the, probably the person um, working in the, in the next retail store or the person working on the shop floor, on the production line or in the next hospital around the corner. That's what we do. Yeah, because often I think we forget that there are two or three billion people on the planet who work but are not sitting at a desk, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's the thing. Eighty percent of the global workforce is is actually deskless, and you have kind of like eighty percent. Eighty percent of the global workforce, yes, is, is crazy. that's crazy. We never. I mean, we're not thinking about them eighty percent of the time. Yeah. I think that's that's an issue, right? Yeah, yeah. But that, 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 that's the internal thing about comms, isn't it? Yeah. So, like, you have to think about like. How is this your message being received, and it, does your message even reach the people you, you, you want to you want to target or they want to hear? And the, the, the problem you have is in these days you have a lot of a lot of channels and a, a lot of ways to connect uh, to, to your employees, but all of them, all of those employees are basically the white collar employees, the employees with the shirt, wearing a shirt, <laughs> and what yeah, and what we we, we enable we we. We like our claim is empowering every employee, and with every we mean like the person also um, actually being the core in your value chain. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Where, where does where did the idea come from? Mm, the origin was I was working in Porsche, the car manufacturer, and was building up the data science um, part there um, for the data analytics area, um, and we, we came across a problem that it was very difficult to reach the, the, the colleagues in, in production. And they, they saw the problem as well. And you see it, they are in Facebook groups where they share information to each other. They, they are like um, on WhatsApp groups and larger ones as well. And they, a lot of problems come with that. Um, and they don't have email. They don't have Teams. They don't have Slack. They're not, they're not really connected to corporate IT. And still coming to from the comms perspective, adding to that, the HR perspective, many HR processes are still paper-based or like login terminal-based and, and those kind of things. And yeah, we saw that and uh, we wanted to change it and we want to make a difference for really the blue colors um, and the frontliners who are actually, in, when you look at the companies you're thinking of, 
um, and like it's the core of the value chain and the core actually of the customer journey as well. They're included in that. And we go when you go to the next when you go to the next retail shop around the corner or the retail store, um, it's like the, the the whole value coming out of the store is actually on desk yeah. deskless workers. Yeah. And and. Let's let's fear the pain, really, because um, not everyone knows about factory environments, etc. So when you go there, or you know, behind the door at the supermarket where the, where the team meets, so how does internal communications actually work? You already mentioned there's a lot of this paper based, so there's a blackboard, a whiteboard, and they pin pieces of paper to it, right? That's still still the case in many many companies. It's, it's true. It's like the blackboard where, like, um, the, 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 most of the retail retail stores, you have like kind of a blackboard and a printer below, or maybe a printer, maybe maybe a printer in in, in, in the manager's office, and he's like printing. If he's engaged, he maybe print, prints out the latest news or the latest shift plan and, and so on, puts it on the blackboard. And uh, this is like the latest kind of news they should have. Yeah. On, on or TV screens. Uh, you see that as well in factories. That there's a TV screen in every corner and there's something without sound yeah. usually with subtitles and the CEO's talking, you know, giving a pep talk and no one pays attention. Yeah, you can, you can make, you can make the, the blackboard a digital blackboard. But it's like when you think, when you think about like the, the, the when you think about the, as, as you are today, you are 15, 16, 17 year old. Applying for an apprenticeship, for example, at, at, at the retail store where we go shopping with your mum, it's like think about it, you're so connected. You, you're on WhatsApp, TikTok, and all those things. You're digitalized as, as it gets, and then then you go and, and get the latest news about the company uh, on, on a blackboard. And the, the ideation process, you have to fill out a form. Oh put it in and after a year you get the you get the kind of the feedback that it's not being implemented your idea like what kind of what kind of message does it send to the employee and yeah yeah that's a total disconnect i think with those traditional uh, means but it's not because people are not uh, aware of the issues i think until recently there was a really good solution in place like like flip and there's some others of course so um Let's let's flip back to your story. So you saw the issue. You were at Porsche. Then you founded uh, Flip. You're the CEO, the co-founder. You have some co-founders, and then you won Porsche as your first customer, right? Yeah, Porsche was our first customer. Yeah, having at the time that that problem, and that's how we came to it, the the idea as well. And uh, but after market analysis, we really we quickly realized that the problem is huge and. Like I was stunned at the time that eighty percent of the global workforce is deskless. Yeah, and when you think about just one percent of the software is being spent for that, and what you see when you when you take like white color software and just put it on top of deskless workers, it never really works. You you can't. It kind of on, on, it looks on the first side, it looks like it works, but on the adoption side, and we tried it as as first um, as well at Porsche. Uh, but it, it doesn't really work at all. Yeah. And yeah, the, the, yeah. the engagement is like very low because the employee on the shop floor that, that doesn't know what a calendar invite is. They never wrote an official email. They never had a video conference. Yeah. So this is like very different kind of behavior. Yeah. So Flip is an app, right? People download it on their own phone, which they already play around with every day. And, and what's in the app? So how could I envisage it? Um, so 
it looks very different for every company. Um, so, but the, 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 the main, the, the core of it is information and communication. So you have a news feed where you can form all the employees with two clicks and everyone gets information and is get a notification as being been formed. They can, like there's a f feedback channel as well. So you can interact with this kind of information and communication. Um, you can interact, employees can be, interact with each, with each other, of the superiors as well. Um, and we can connect it to the existing intranet or to, to other platforms you have running. Um, and um, on top of that, we most of the time connect it as well to the HR system. So you probably have, uh, I don't know, your, your absence management or your time management, um, especially now coming up with, the, with the, this time tracking law. Is being very popular, mm -hmm. and uh, or you shift the latest shift plan in, in there. Yeah, uh, I guess it has to be as simple and intuitive as something like Facebook or uh, you know that social media app, right? For for people to use it. And how do you get engagement up? So how do you get people to return to the app because they still have to make that step and say, oh, let me just check what's on my company app. Th that's the thing. Um, you can't like you can't force anyone. And the, the, you, 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 in the law, you probably could, but it doesn't make sense at all. And the, 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 the goal is to make it so valuable that the employees want to use the application. They have a major benefit from doing that. And this is also the, the combination between communications and HR. So like um, when, when you can inform all the employees, it's a huge benefit for you. They get also feel, feel a part of being a story, being a part of the narrative. Now, because it, there's nothing more hurtful to get the information at, at, as the last person because you're feeling left out. And th that's the feeling most of the desk class employees have today. We are being left out. We are the, the, the not important ones. Everyone gets the message but us. Yeah. And this, this is a very, very dangerous message. Hmm. And we, we, kind of we kind of close that gap. And on top of that, we, we combine this kind of communications perspective with also other features the employee like really wants, and so we can like it's a huge benefit for an employee if they can apply on holiday um, for the, on the couch yeah. from home, and this to see how many how many hours uh, they've, they've worked and what the latest payslip is, and have a digital access to that as well. Yeah. And this combination really becomes magical. Yeah, and what's in the canteen, right? What's for lunch? I think that's a big draw, right? <laughs> so simple things like that. It's, it starts with that. It starts with that because, like, when you think about, it, everyone else can can look it up and can is already looking for a lunch and already checked out what's the best canteen, maybe when you have a couple of them or some of those, and and uh, yeah, and this is yeah. this is just a really big disadvantage still today for for this kind of user group and this kind of... Do you encourage interaction between the users? Yes. So it becomes more of a network of active employees rather than top-down? Yes, yes, quite a lot. For for example, people like Rossmann, a customer of ours, is really um, in, changed from a, com like a company where they have 2,300 stores to really to one big network. Same happened, for example, with, with McDonald's and, and the others. And so this is really, um, this, this really changes the companies and the, and the culture of companies because you have so much knowledge also in, within the workforce already. Like the question some people ask, like this, this knowledge is already with the employees and they can start helping each other and bringing each other forward and also develop new ideas about, um, for example, a, a new process and we see that a lot with our retail and manufacturing customers. 
they develop new processes just with listening to what the employees are, how they're helping each other. And so they get deeper insight in their own business and we bring management actually to the customer. Um, because today, when you look at it, they're a bit disconnected and the management doesn't really know what is going on in, in, in the, the shop floor or in the stores. And when you see the questions of the employee that has just talked with a customer, for example, and he's asking a question, you know, what is unclear? What do we need to improve? How do we get better at that? And it's very interesting. I mean, it suggests that internal communication is so much more than what people usually envisage. Uh, I think the traditional view is some sort of HR thing where uh, top-down communication communication is disseminated. So, you know, it's a new holiday policy or, you know, how Andrew results are such and such. Um, it, it's nothing like that anymore. I think this is, this is important to just get out of the way. Um, what Jack Singh and I write in Message Machine, our, our latest book, is that you should approach your internal communication like you approach your marketing. You need to think about the right that the, the right message gets to the right people at the right time on the right channel. That's that's modern internal communication. You speak to a lot of big companies, and you already mentioned a few about internal communication. So, what do you what what do you feel? I mean, what what sort of sense do you get? Where does thinking evolve about internal communications? Do do they get it that it's so important, or are there still some that don't get it? To be honest, I think this is. The future of communications is internal communications. Um, this is really, this is the heart of the modern company, um, because people are people are used to being formed today. Um, like all the generations, maybe maybe except that, you know, like when we just had a newspaper as a way of communication, like you know, on, a, on a broader way, they accepted it. But today, it's really, particularly in times of ongoing crisis and. Ex- existential crisis companies really need to truly reach their stakeholders and like this labor shortage and, and so on really really drives um, drives this kind of issue and like the, the workforce the blue color workforce becomes the mission critical stakeholder and you need to address those and so all communication starts with internal communications when you look at it the depart like a lot of departments are really good in external communications but wouldn't it be nice to first inform the most important stakeholder in your you know, value creation, your value chain, in the in the in the, in the customer journey? Wouldn't it, that be cool? Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. So no, it's true. If you look after your people, they look, they look after your customers, and the business will almost look after itself. So uh, I, I I agree with that. So there are obviously three different functions, uh, in my view, that internal communications has. Maybe we can just see how you address these. So the first is obviously create alignment and focus. You need everyone to be aligned and on the same page. If they don't, if people out there don't understand what the company's mission and strategy is, how are they supposed to execute it, right? Yeah. How, how do you ensure that that happens? Alignment and focus on the what's really important in the business. Mm, I, I see it probably as a, as a, same as the principle as a startup. When you start a company, before you build an MVP, before you speak to an investor, before you speak to the media, it's probably very wise to communicate internally and verbalize what you want to achieve and get the team and behind the mission and together the team for the mission. So um, it's it's true. You have to go through this kind of very different stages, and, and this is like really start with the most important and start with the most important resource you have. And I think this is where you should go and where the way is going. And um, to make that, 
like I think it becomes very clear that this is going to be and is mission critical. Yeah, uh, you probably also know these numbers that the majority of people in management believe that the company strategy has been clearly communicated, but the people who actually are supposed to execute the strategy tend to disagree. So I don't, I'm not sure what the strategy is. So how can you bridge that gap through through something through a tool like Flip? Mm. The, the thing is, the thing is, um, leadership in general is, is the love to repeating the same message. Uh, this is this is what we say internally at Flip quite quite a lot. Love that. But it's it's also first for, for the desk as well. You need to find a technical way. You need to be able to reach them, and that's what we enable with, with our platform. And the second one is that you take the narrative you have. And, and spread it in all sorts of and forms. And this is, with, if every time you're spreading it again, it becomes more powerful. The people can become more aware of it. Yeah. And to be honest, this builds trust. And if, if that message is not, if not changing 180%, 180 degrees on a daily basis, um, this creates a lot of trust with the employer and the management gains trust on the deskless workforce as well. And in these days, trust is the most important currency. Yeah, absolutely. So the second one after alignment is reinforced culture. So company culture is obviously something that needs to be reinforced constantly through internal communications. Is, is there a way to do that through Flip? Sure. We, we can't fix your culture. This is, this, we can't do that. No. But we can, we can enable you to make the change, make major changes in your culture. And the first change you're going to do as a, as a comms person is to include everyone. And this is the first change you can do. And this is like introducing a solution like ours to your workforce is already a big sign because this means we care. We, we're not forgetting you. And this is the first message we were sending. And from that on, you can work, you can work with the solution and really like, like talk and send the message out, yeah. reach them, and really like create this kind of journey with them together, and not create a create a journey that's totally separated from, yeah. from them. Yeah, I, I agreed. And the third one is keep motivation high, right? So you have the alignment part, you have the culture part, and motivation. And I guess it's it's kind of the same thing, right? You need to be able to communicate in real time, yeah. in a positive manner, in a way that's intuitive for people uh, to keep their motivation high. I think you already pointed out that uh, if they feel not informed or badly informed or hear about things too late, that's that's always such a demotivating factor, isn't it? 100%. And to keep motivation high, you need to make things very, very simple. Mm -hmm. This is the this is the key. Spread a simple message in a simple way um, and... If you make this make this possible, then then you do it right. You don't need thousands of features. Right. It's you know, make it simple. What, what do you say that the medium encourages simplicity? So is it easier to be simple in a in an app rather than a sort of a printed piece of paper? For sure, for sure. Because when you when you think when you think where are the employees today, they are on their private smartphone, and we enabled to. Get on a private smartphone off the employee in a very in a GDPR Datenschutz um, um, compliant way and also a, a T security compliant way and make this very very simple because the employee is already he's using his private smartphone a lot over all age ranges and like we are on the private smartphone of the employee enable the download to make it very very simple to get the app 
but also to log on, make it very simple, but also how to use the app, very, very simple. And it's quite similar. When you, when you use our application, you, you, there's nothing you have to learn new. It's like how you get on and how you use it is pretty similar to a Facebook or pretty similar to a WhatsApp. And so kind of we say yeah. Facebook and WhatsApp already did our onboarding. And so and it, it, this, this is really, and, it, and this is small differences. And that's why I say simplicity is key. You don't want to kill them with too many features because this is an employee that has never been inside your corporate IT before. They don't know, like, they don't know what a calendar invite is and so on. So they don't, they, they, yeah. the less is more. And then you get high usage. And this is the goal you want to have as a company, that the message you're spreading, um, you, you want to send, that is being reached to the people. And this is basically usage of the application. And that's why we have the highest usage um, as well. Yeah, I, I would imagine it's also shorter, but more frequent, right? So in, in the old days, you have maybe a, a full page of text, which once a month you pin on the wall. And now you can have sort of a drip feed of very concise, powerful messages that just keep repeating the same overall key message right this is also this is also the thing this is a huge trend in internal communications to make yeah. really comms shorter and we are in, we are in a society that is being triggered by why things like twitter and so on and with those kind of 100 it's not 140 signs anymore but the kind of the trend that was going there for sure shorter messages and when you look at it what what is the behavior of people most of them like not reading news, the full article, they're most of them are headline reading. Yeah. And so like so make short, like valuable information. And this is way more more way more tricky and way more difficult to create long articles. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. Um you said something interesting earlier that um internal communications is the future of communications. Who should be responsible then mm, in a big company? It, it depends on, on the country and the location we are, we are at. I think we as, we as Europeans understood that communications is important in general quite a lot and improving it. Um, but internal communication is still underrepresented. You have chief communications offices and this kind of thing coming up more and more and you have just communications departments. But this is internal communications because of labor shortage and all those things is going to be much more. This is going to be the, 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 the new thing in, in, in the future, and like those kind of those kind of things, like COVID and all those other things, have shown the importance of really good internal communications and how companies. It's not about managing the, the crisis. It's also about how you communicate, how you manage it, and what how you reach the people and so on. So, internal communications really is going to be. Um, a game changer and a big change for most companies here as well. And um, we see it also be HR being more and more involved in, in internal comms as well. Um, this is something, a trend that is happening. And uh, we also see a more tailored approach. So that you create communications for blue colors um, and you yes probably also like create communications for people for engineers and so you ta you tailor and target your information yeah. even more. So for all these reasons, I give you my take if, if you like. Um, I think ultimately it's the CEO who's responsible as the chief communicator ultimately of the business and communication is what a CEO does. It's not the doing. It's the you know you fix problems by talking to people and move the business forward by yeah. talking to people. So the CEO's role is to 
tell the story and make sure it's happening. And below that, I would argue it's the chief communicator who needs to be in charge of all forms of communications, including internal. I don't see any point in separating it. And I think there are a lot of disadvantages. Of course, HR has a big role to play, but traditionally internal communications was often part of the HR department, which I think in this day and age is a huge mistake. Nothing, I mean, HR, they're doing a very important job, but it's not communication. That's what the communicators do. And often it's the same channel, right? And it's the same message. So in a way, as a chief communicator, I craft the message and then I make sure it goes out to all internal, external and financial audiences, usually roughly at the same time to because you know for various reasons. But the consistency of the message and often also the the um using the same channel. So it's the app, but it's also on your social media. Social media is followed by your employees. So in a way, what's external, what's internal, you can't really separate that anymore. And for those reasons, I think that it's the CEO and then by extension, the chief communicator with the support of HR who should run a, uh, internal communications. Yeah, yeah, true. It's, it's totally true. I, I would disagree on, on, on one point there. Um, out of the perspective from the employee, this is which is, in my opinion, the most important perspective. We should look at everything we do. We do. We should look from the employee's perspective. And on that, the employee doesn't care where it's coming from. The important right. thing is that at the employee, like information, like communication and HR needs to come together. And yes, the employee doesn't really care how it's set up in the, in the, in the company, even though it's yeah. a, a good topic for the podcast here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's maybe like companies think a lot about like, how do we set it up and, and, and stuff like that. But um, it, 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 at least when it comes to employee, it needs to be combined. And th this is, this is the very important part. Yeah. 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 Uh, with that, I agree. I think, I think in general, we need to get rid of silos in companies and yeah, that's super hard for large companies where silos exi have existed maybe for, for years or decades, but it's so important to be, agile and integrated and that just means talking to each other and working with each other and for me it's silos are always a it's a bit of a signal that there's um not enough alignment on the common objective for the company and too much of their sort of where am i in all of this and uh, i think all of us who work in a more startup -y environment enjoy the fact that that's usually not the case in there Let's, we talked a lot about internal communications and I'd like to talk a little bit more about you and Flip and uh, you as, as, a, as a leader and a communicator. So you founded Flip with um, a school friend, right? So how was that founding a company with an old friend? It's, it's, to be honest, I'm, I'm like choosing your co-founder is kind of, it's a magical process and you have to get it right. Otherwise you're going to regret it all your life. And so and I, was, I was very lucky to, to have of Jaco, Giacomo Kenner is his full name, on, on board. And I think we are really the, the perfect team. And it helped us. We founded our first company when we were 15, 16. Um, and uh, like that kind of, we, we know we're just 30 now, but uh, we worked together since nearly 15 years. So this is, we know each other quite well. And, uh, yeah. and we, have, we have the benefit of being very, very the opposite of each other so and this helps us uh, makes us a strong team yeah. yeah do you have i don't like a meeting in the calendar where you put it all out in the open because there are always challenges right and i think it's it's important to have these lines of communications open 
not just the day-to-day stuff, but you know, really on a human level. Between me and between me and Jaco, or be, in, inside our company? Yeah, between the founders. Yeah, so in the, in the leadership team, because I see that more and more, and I find that quite interesting to create some space and time. It can be a beer, it can be lunch, it can be a weekend away, whatever it is, but create space outside the day to day. Yeah, for sure. This is, but we have this also with with very direct report at Flip. You have like a weekly meeting for an hour. Um, where you connect to, to between to each other and talk like the first the first things is how is it going and the second ones what are the problems what what way are we facing what can we improve what can we make better and also we communicate this also quite openly and we have a, every month every monday at nine o'clock we have like a, a team meeting with all with all the whole staff and, and, and every flipster in it yeah and uh, and on a monthly basis we talk about a strategy for for two hours where flip is going and how you can t- be a part and how you can contribute yeah. and in creating also the, the kickoff but also in creating the strategy we also in- involve the people quite a lot um, so we have the buy-in of them and also the knowledge and also the perspective and yeah um, yeah how many people are you now how big is the team well, around 160 at the moment. Yeah. yeah. And um, I mean, it sounds, and I wouldn't expect anything less, of course, from you, that you've deliberately designed an internal communication system and a, and a great company culture. So you're, you're a few years into this process. The company has grown fast. What, would you, what advice would you give to founders who haven't built a big team yet in terms of internal communications? First, internal communications is key. It makes a ma- major, major difference. Um, it makes it's really it, it decides if it, if it if it makes or if it breaks. And so, the, the first advice is always be very honest. People always they they have a really good gut feeling. They know how how what what you what you say and how honest you are. So it's rather rather be too honest on things and. If you keep that habit, the habit up with that, people will really acknowledge that and will be thankful for that because they know where they're standing. And this also really drives drives down. Um, um, in German, we say Flurfunk, so talks between each other in, in the offices. Um, mm-hmm. So you can shape the message. And it's also be early. Um, be, be early, be quick, be transparent, and do it sh- shortly as well. Make it simple. Make it simple. So everyone can talk. Yeah. Uh, we said before that um, reinforcing culture is a big part of internal communications. And I, I believe your internal, so your company culture is also be shaped quite deliberately, right? For, for sure. Um, the, uh, the, the, the thing is, our company culture is change. So we're changing so much as a company um, in Every, every, even every quarter. So internal comms for us is the most important tool to really keep the people on the bus and to get every, like, where are we going? Why, why are we doing that, that changes? And we have quite drastic changes as well happening on a regular, regular basis. Mm-hmm. And you need to buy in of everyone. And so with you, but you have to take an effort and have to spend time for internal communications. But when you spend the time on internal communications, you 
save a lot of time on doing other things, on fixing things actually that they, they would have broken with, without that. Yeah, thank so you. It's a, it's a very worthwhile investment. Yeah, yeah I, I think this is this is what some people don't see that, oh, but I have to do that and I have to spend time. Yes, but it saves you so much time yeah. over the next few weeks and months because if the whole organization is on board, aligned and motivated, guess what? Think good things happen and you move quickly in the right direction. But some only see, oh, I have to spend a few hours on internal communications and it's such a short view timeline on, on things, isn't it? Um, you made a imp very important point about um, people need to be on board for change. And that is something companies struggle with a lot. Um, so how do you do that ex in addition to, you know, make sure it, it's important and spend time on it, but how exactly does it work? Mm, I think that sounds very simple, but is make sure major difference is to let the people know what you're thinking early on um, even though you haven't even you haven't probably changed strategy yet you can be open about it um, and say we, we also say changes we say changes from the market we change we see changes from or some indicators you get some, somewhere from and really communicate those kind of thinkings early as well so we for example the, the markets are changing and say um, we, we see the market is changing. This can have a major impact on our business. Um, to be very honest about it, and when you when you when you when you apply that information early and share it early, the people are not surprised after. after. And, it, and it also shows that you take them seriously, um, and they also have trust in you because you shared it early. And then they are open for change. And then you can say, okay, because of that, because of is because of change X Y Z, we need to I don't know restructure the department and need need to rebuild the team in a, in other ways so it better fits uh, our customer journey or it better fits our the way we produce products or and uh, if if you take like if you take the people on the bus and if you get them on the bus um, they 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 will pay it back and those moments where you need kind of the the investment you've done before are the, are the moments of drastic change and this will pay back heavily and this is where you save a lot of time. How, how important is it to hire people who are open to change in the first place? Mm. This is a, a very good question. Um, in I would say in our company as Flip um, it, is, it is important but um, I think like internal communications like enables also, the people who are actually not being used to this environment of constant change um, are like starting to be open for that because they know, okay, I'm, I'm, if there's something happening, I will know. The management thinks of me. They will, they will, they will also have a plan for me probably because they also informed me early. Um, and this kind of trust you, you gain through good and a lot of internal communications. And so you don't have to be to for instance, to be that open before you join us, um, because we try to be, we try to be excellent in our internal communication as well, and to find out what is working, what is not working. Yeah. Uh, it's avoiding surprises as well, right? That's what what you mentioned before that keep people in the loop in terms of the process to some extent. Or <laughs> I, I would I would say um, 
um, employees hate surprises even more than managers. Um, yeah, <laughs> not that. <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, this is I think this, this is def definitely something. Um, uh, I just just an idea popped into my mind which I never formulated. So let me try this. So surprises can be the best thing in the world, can be the worst thing in the world when it comes to communications. When you're telling a story and want people's attention surprise is the key element if there's no surprise in the story no one's going to watch your movie or listen to your story or read your book but in business communications uh, surprises are not good you don't want to surprise your shareholders or your investors or your employees very bad yeah. idea so you know surprises right so can be can be the best thing and the worst thing in the world. 100%. Let, let me dig it a little deeper because you said you know it's there's a difference between like good and great internal communications and and you have to learn what works but for people out there, can you give us a few pointers what makes internal communications great mm. in your experience? First one, reaching everyone, not leaving people out. Crucial. Um, second, second one is really have the right formats as well. Think about what kind of formats you use for what kind of communication. I think this is very crucial. Do you want to do what kind, what, what kind of information do you share in an interview? What kind of information do you share in a town hall? What kind of information you share on a Betriebsversammlung, like a works council meeting, or what, that those kind of things? What what kind of information you share? Do you want to maybe pre-inform some people? And this is so really uh, planning. Is, it's the second second most important thing, um, and also the right right level of detail. You may you need to make sure, and that's why we say you you have to tailor it to the target group, um, because my, it's. Probably, when you, like in your job before, with 10,000 employees you had to co communicate with, um, the right level amount of detail really varies from each kind of target group. And so, um, yeah, and I think those are yeah. probably the key elements, I would say. Yeah, and it's a question I also thought long and hard about. And um, what we've come up with in Message Machine, the latest book, is sort of showing people how to build a system. And there are three elements. Uh, these are push, pull, and exchange. So it often stops with push, unfortunately. You push out information mm. here. You know, now you know, great. Mm. Um, but you also need to pull information, which means you need to know what people think. And that requires surveys, for instance, that requires focus groups, if you can, that requires conversation, so coffee with the boss kind of thing. Um, and the exchange part is really where you enter conversation with each other and an open conversation. And obviously it takes courage to do that for, for some leaders because it's not always, you know, easy and there are challenges and sometimes you have to change things, but to face the music and enter the exchange so people feel heard and seen and you can also take on board what people feed back to you. Very, very true. Yeah, so um, we're almost out of time, Benedict. So I wanted to ask you more question about funding, and then we, you know, can can wrap it up. But I wanted to ask you: um, you closed uh, seed round, and then Series A, thirty million, uh, pretty impressive. You've hundred and sixty people. So how was your experience fundraising in a pretty challenging environment last year? Mm. To be honest. It it was not, I don't want to brag, but it was not too difficult because we had, I think we have really great clients. They, 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 our clients are loving our product. We have from yeah. from McDonald's to a Bosch, to, to a Rossman, uh, to a Rewe Group, um, to Tom. Um, 
really great logos and really good mid-sized companies as well um, we love working with and they, our customers are really engaged and really speaking for our product and really pushing our product also to other customers and talking about it and so it was it, it was not too difficult um and yeah. actually and our numbers are, are, are not in a swaby way i would say not too bad as well so um <laughs> and uh, so um yeah we 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 do we're doing well um and this also hurts a bit in times where people are struggling and that's why i'm i'm a bit defensive on this but um yeah we we're, we're doing not too bad yeah yeah and what's the plan then so more countries bigger companies more markets so so we have our our customers like are already global like a male group and like like Bosch, we we we're providing a solution at a global level to them so um we but we have now we're just active in europe in, in a sales motion um but so we're looking definitely at more countries in in the future um and it's quite simple because our product is already globalized with our plus 60 languages and so yeah. on so and uh, it's also to be honest if i make, can make a point for a product it's also really good thing for comms because you can send a message uh, you can send a message in the mother tongue of each employee because it's you can automatically tra- automatically translate uh, the the communication so mm. uh, you can send nice. it, can send it to me in german and i can read it in english or in french or in polish or turkish so on and so this is our products really ready for scaling and that's what we want to do and, and make uh really change the future of this work I would say and of, yeah. of companies in the retail manufacturing and healthcare space yeah changing the future of desklers well I love that and this is almost my final question benedict what's your best piece of communication advice to anyone listening out there the best of communication advice um it's oh very good question <laughs> um i felt i think to be honest it's repetition it's first like repeat the message in different forms uh regularly and uh, so i think this is this is the most important advice i, I can give it like at least i i have experienced um be, being very important um and so you win everyone on board and you're not leaving people behind and this this investment of doing that internal comms really pay out pays out later and you have so much less trouble doing yeah. fixing other things and uh, and to be honest also it's communications is every leader's job as well and every leader uh, one of the biggest parts is communicate and um, this is it's crucial yeah hey amen to that and um knowing you a little bit now i would guess that you see this as a combination of the human element and the technology enabling and reinforcing it right for sure for sure this is yeah. this is this is you can if you're a good communicator and the people don't get your message this this, this doesn't this, this doesn't work you say yeah right <laughs> absolutely uh, do, do you th- just a quick follow up question ai do you think it will change uh, the internal communications game it will completely disrupt the communications game would love to talk about that how so? um how so let's if you have five minutes i'm curious it really it it enables you 
I've, we are we are working on that quite heavily at the moment, um, and we, what what we see it will it makes communications um, for you as a leader much simpler and enables people who are not as good in communication um, to empower them um, and like like you are your operations manager for um, and you don't know how to formulate things this would AI will transform that for you. you you'll be able to write a really good text on your own with with the help of AI um, it also can for example really helps you like transforming the message you're sending in in, in the way of how, for example, if you're sending if you're sending a long text, like we're building an AI at the moment, you can just make it shorter. You can just like make it shorter, make it even shorter. You can make it bigger. You can really transform the message you're sending in a transformational way. This will it will change the future of internal comms and communications in general for sure. But that will be integrated into Flip. Yeah, we, we are. It's already it's already features we it's are already using in there. ourselves. Yeah. We, we are using yeah. ourselves. It's not live with customers yet, mm -hmm. um, but it will soon soon will be. And, and do do you think that's going to be restricted to written communication, or how would it spill over in let's say verbal communication? Um, it, it's 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 the same thing, and that's also the the next thing. Written communication and verbal communication will become one as well through AI. This will really like it. You, in the future, you will decide. Do you, for example, on, on a good example, on, on the shop floor, the, uh, the people, the persona on the shop floor, we call him Vena. Um, the Vena loves Audi messages, sending Audi messages. It doesn't make sense um, to, to listen to an Audi message when you're next to a 40 ton press bumping up and down. So, um, so in that kind of thing, we also have, what we, we do, for example, with AI. So it come like. Text-to-speech and speech-to-text, this kind of transversion as well. So you can decide, like on the situation you are in at the moment, you can decide how you receive communications in what kind of form. And so you cannot, but also like uh, the other way around. If you have get messages and you really like, like get the text-to-speech in a really, really proper way, and yeah. Interesting. So if, if I can sum, sum this up in my head, just so I understand it correctly. So let's say I want to get out a piece of communication, um, basically a message to all employees everywhere in the world in my company. I draft something on a computer, um, run it through AI. AI helps me to sharpen it, shorten it. Then I send it out. It will be translated automatically by AI into any language under the sun, and it will also be available as a as a sort of the spoken word, right? Because I'm I don't know I'm on my bike because I'm a delivery um, delivery man, so I'm listening with headphones so rather than reading because I need my eyes to drive or to cycle. I will hear it on my headphones, right? So I can choose written whatever, maybe even video, right? Would be easy to do video as well, generate it uh, with the same words. So whatever medium I prefer, I will get in whatever language, every point in time, I want to hear it. 100%. And it's also, it's it's going to help in the creation. It's going to help in, in in message creation. It helps in message receiving. Um, and it also, when it's going to be optimized, when you get the message from who, why, and like, there's so many points in that, but you, you summarized it perfectly. I don't want to make. I can speak, we can speak for that on hours, but uh, yeah, it is a, it's a huge thing, and it, it, but it's gonna be, yeah. it's gonna be. I think for the, for the transformation of internal comms, that is 
coming from this traditional intranet. Um, I type I type a free free page article down. Um, and no one really reads, and no one is tracking if there's been reading, and it will come to re like the from from the message creation to message receiving to the analytics behind it. Um, Last question: What what's the role of the human in all of this? The role of the human is to to really think of the core of the message. It's it's in the future it's going to be way more important to think of what do you want to communicate than how. In the past, it was like a lot about how do I write this article? How do I, do I make it a three-page article, a two-page article, um, and so on. Um, and in the future, it's gonna, more going to be what is the core message, what I really want to address. And the, the, other, the other side, the human side, is how do I perceive it? And this is also a way I can help. Is is this an article that sounds aggressive? Is this is a is this a podcast um, that sounds very friendly, very very um, compelling? Um, and this, this this kind of feedback you will get in the future right away. And yeah. so you have to the, the creation and the listening and those two worlds also come close together, and it's going to be enhanced a lot by AI. Wow. I mean, that is fascinating. And I hope we can continue this conversation round two, maybe in a year from now, when you've actually released it, have all the experience with customers. And I'm sure so much will happen technologically in that year. So if you're up for it, I'm, I'm, I'll be happy to do a round two and focus on AI at some point. I'd love to. I'd love to. One of my favorite topics. <laughs> so more than open. Wow. Yeah. Communication. Absolutely. So Benedict, thank you so, so much. Uh, much appreciated for sharing all of these insights with us. Um, I totally agree that internal communication is absolutely crucial to the future success of companies, big, small, international, whatever. So thank you for spending this very valuable time with us. I really appreciate it. Thank you much for the time, Oliver. It was a pleasure of being here and thanks for having us. Thanks for listening. See you all next week.